out of dummy half, looking for a 40-20. It's rolling and rolling. Is that reasonable? All right, let's go. guys. Welcome back to the 40-20 Rugby League podcast. Back again with Brock, mate. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Good, mate. It's good to be back. Uh, first of all, guys, I want to apologize um, for the last two weeks we've missed. Uh, we've been really busy. We're um, just starting a new job and um, Brock's been traveling up and down the coast for work. So we've found it a bit hard to try and fit some time in, but uh, we're going to fix that and we're going to get back to it. Yeah, look, um, Mitch is starting up a new job, so that's awesome news for him. Um, so we've been a bit crazy, but uh, we'll definitely be hitting the grind now that um, he's all settled in and um, got a little bit more free time to work on the potty. 100%, mate. So um, I suppose you want to kick it off on two. We've got two talking points today. Um, first of all, we want to talk about the Dolphins. Um, finally, mate, they've made their first signing. Um, what are your yeah. thoughts, mate? What are your thoughts? Yeah, look, uh, it's been a long time coming, hey? Uh, uh, we were waiting, waiting, waiting. We thought November 1, surely that it's going to happen straight away. You know, they're going to jump on some players. We're going to get a big announcement straight away. Um, and kind of just nothing. And, uh, you know, mid, mid-November mid comes around and their first signing's um, Felice Cafusi. Does it surprise you? Is it? Is it? Do you find it a bit surprising? I was listening to um, the, the rugby league guru talk about this the other day, actually, and, and he's, he made some really good points, which I'll, I'll bring up now. Um, he remembers the first signing for the Gold Coast Titans and that, that it was announced that, um, uh, you know, Preston Campbell was going to be the, 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 their first signing. And he remembers that to this day. He, he said, in 10 years, are you going to remember that Felice Cafusi is the first signing? It's a bit of a no. it's a it's a bit of one where you go. I don't think I I don't think I will like. It. Don't get me wrong, he is a fantastic player, and um, you know he he's, he runs a good line. He runs hard. Um, he's a Queensland. I think he's a Kangaroo representative, so he's a good player. But it's just one of those ones where you go, okay, yeah, you know, good signing, you know. Yeah, mate. I was I was a bit, I was a bit. Do you do you think they're struggling? This is it's an interesting point. I I, I don't know. I, I hope I hope for their sake they're not, but it just seems as though they might be. So I have the same feeling, mate. I I I mean you they've listed all these names that were off contract in 2023. Not one of these players has signed with the Dolphins. Not one yeah. big name has signed with the Dolphins that are off contract in 2023. Yeah, and that, and that, yeah. that worries that worries me. Look, I, I I don't worry too much about the Dolphins, and you know you've got Wayne Bennett there, and you can do anything with anyone. You'd like to see them pick, pull out a big name, I think. Um, and maybe they are struggling. Maybe they, they're not willing to pay overs for players to come there. They, they want to just pay what they're worth. And maybe they're not, not will, players aren't willing to come there. Uh, a new franchise is always a little scary, but come on, you surely, you've got to take the risk with, with, um, with Wayne Bennett. I mean, well, tap back, we'll tap back into Kafusi. I mean, I rate Kafusi as a player 100%. Um, like you said, mate, he's an origin origin representative, kangaroo. He's come from a good winning system, um, and I think that's going to benefit the Dolphins overall. I think uh, bringing someone with some experience. Uh, yeah, some- I think I think you've hit the nail on the head there. The winning system. I think the Storm. I think that's what they're going for. And maybe they see him as the, the captain. I, I don't know. Um, it's just an interesting one to me. You know, winning system is a big thing, and, and Kafusi is from that system, so. It just yeah, it really just um really just surprised me when they when when they you know you'd expect their first signing to be you know a marquee someone they're going to put on their billboards someone they're going to you know want all the fans to get around before that um you know before the the season kicks off next year you want to they want to start building some hype and some um you know some 
like building their future. And at the moment, I think what they've got one player, and it mm. is the second of December today. And there's one player announced. Yeah, and I think the thing though that people have got to remember though too here is that there's still another year, and people don't want to get their clubs offside by signing now, and they've got nowhere to go if they go. Oh, you you will terminate your contract now. You can go play for the Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins aren't playing in the NRL, so they've got nowhere yeah. to go. Well, there is um, that as well. I guess. Yeah, I, I think they players aren't willing to to put them that, their nail in their own coffin there, uh, to some extent, obviously, but. Um, I, just, I think it's a bit it's a bit hard to to say what's going on there because we don't really know and one signing is not enough for a team. No, I think also I think some players they have until round eight um, to let their clubs know what their moves are for twenty twenty three. So I think the likes of Callum Ponger, I think he's got till round eight. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that could be correct. I'm not um, sure on that. I, I haven't heard that, but um, look, well, okay, I think KP's the one they've got to go after. Mitchell Pearce leaving. Newcastle Knights, which is another topic, you know, um, in itself right there. Mitchell Pearce leaving Newcastle Knights, massive. I think Kalen Ponga surely has to have a look. I mean, he's going to have a lot of pressure on him there at the Dolphins, which worries me greatly. But look, I hope for his sake he play, has a really great season, but I think Dolphins might end up um, his home. Yeah, let's hope so, mate. Let's hope so. Um, I also want to tap into a couple of players that Dolphins have missed out on. Um, they didn't go for Reed Marnie. They haven't managed to sign the cheese and like they haven't got Harry Grant. They haven't got anyone that we mentioned in that potty at all. And look, that look, um, I'll stop you there because the cheese technically hasn't signed for anyone, but that's our next topic. Um, technically, I don't believe has been officially announced. I mean, he did go out on that podcast and say that um, he'd love to win a premiership at the Roosters. That's as far as it's gone. And I mean, there's reports everywhere, but it has not been announced by the Roosters as of yet. I don't believe. Um, I mean, I'm not expecting him to go to the Dolphins by any means. And I think Reed Marning would have been actually amazing at the Dolphins, a, a really solid player from that way as well. I think we talked about that in our last Redcliffe Dolphins podcast, actually. We did. Um, it's a bit disappointing that he didn't get him. I, I think they were going for Patrick Carrigan as well from the Broncos. Broncos yep, he's just, he's just re-signed. Uh, they were going for Tino. Tino re-signed. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's really Regan, interesting. Regan Campbell right. Gibson. Um, voiced his his interest in going to the Dolphins. Magically, he re-signed with the Eels. I mean, yeah. I think um, have really taken um, the Dolphins with a bit of competitorship. Yeah. Probably think, off- look, we could be talking in a month's time and we could be totally wrong here. Uh, don't get me wrong. And um, probably could. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a bit of a worry at this stage. Yeah, mate. I I I'm not I'm I'm worried, but I'm not worried. I mean, you've got. You've got the mastermind there, Wayne Bennett. He's he's not gonna he's not gonna not be able to put a roster together. And if he puts a roster together that's full of rookies or you know um, guys who have a couple of years experience or haven't been able to play regular first grade, I think he will still the team will still be competitive regardless. Um, I don't think they're gonna. There's no way they're gonna be the wooden spoon in their first season. I can't see that happening at all. Not with Wayne Bennett at the helm. Um, it just really, really surprises me. Like we said, Felice Cafusi signs with the Dolphins, a big billboard number one signing. Um, and like we said, are we going to remember that in 10 years' time? Probably not. Yeah, but yeah. but I'm happy they've signed somebody. I'm happy they've put someone on their book because they really needed to because uh, they left it a very long time. Twenty, I think it was 23 or 24 days until we, we heard their first recruit from the day they could start signing deals. So... I mean, good news for the Dolphins, and um, hopefully, mate, we'll um, 
hear some more signings throughout the season, uh, you know, next year, 2022, um, that maybe builds a bit more hype and a bit more um, bit more excitement around the roster that's going to be, you know, that's going to become. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess it's a good segue now into um, the, the next topic, which is Brandon Smith. Um, oh, what's your mate. thoughts here? Mate, he... I rate Brandon Smith highly. Um, I think he's one of the most elite players in our game at the moment. Um He's, I can understand why he's moving and you, and you can see why he's moving. He wants to be a 90-minute hooker. He's not getting that at the Storm. I think he plays he plays the 13 role exceptionally well, but um, obviously his mind is not wanting to play that role anymore. He wants to be a 90-minute hooker, um, which in all right, he should be a 90-minute hooker. I think he was one of the um, best hookers uh, in our game last season. Well, he won the Dalian Hooker of the Year. Exactly. So along with that, I think it's very interesting. Um, I watched a little bit of the Ice podcast um, where he spoke about the clubs that approached him and he went through um, the pros and the cons of why he didn't choose particular clubs, which I found really interesting because not many players are are able to voice that sort of opinion or or, um, go through the way they were thinking. And then some of them aren't really open to sharing that sort of experience. Um, And I mean, on that podcast, he did say a lot of questionable top questionable comments that have landed him in a bit of strife, but I don't, I don't think those comments were meant to be negative. I think he was just voicing his, his, his own opinion, which he, he is entitled to. Would you agree? Yeah. Look, it's, I think it's all been blown up in the media over nothing, to be honest with you, but they've got to do what they've got to do and they've got to make their own money. So um, yeah, it's very interesting topic. I mean, I think Brandon Smith, is a better 13, if in my opinion, than he is a hooker. Um, that and he that's saying something. I think I think Harry Grant's a better hooker than and Brandon Smith um, is, but um, Brandon Smith wants to play hooker, so he's got to find somewhere that's going to let him play hooker. Um, and probably you know Drake Friends just left the Roosters. It's probably a perfect fit, and he wants to play there. Then let him play there. I, I think it's probably the go. But you know, I don't know if he he went about it the right way necessarily, but. I mean, that's Brandon Smith. He's always out in the public. He's always talking. He gives his time very, very well to uh, people and, and, you know, the media. So sometimes he's obviously got to say stuff that's not going to go well uh, with every single person. And But that's Brandon Smith. So, look, he's a great player. And I really do hope that, um, you know, he, he gets what he deserves and things like that. So it's a bit of a tricky one. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, I want to touch more, a couple more things around Brandon Smith and the comments he made in that um podcast what do you think he made a comment around the storm um he mentioned i think something along the lines of storm having a drinking problem mm-hmm. i don't know I, I i don't know whether or not this that sort of topic has been taken out of proportion um i mean and you know what brandon smith's like he's a bit of a larrikin um he is so i think you know they people definitely are taking stuff out of proportion about what the way he said it too. So, look, uh, I think you know the media's got to do what the media's got to do. Um, and exactly I feel a bit right. sorry for Brandon Smith at the moment, but I think he'll find something soon. And uh, I mean, he'll be on good money, so I think that'll probably relax the pain a little bit. Definitely. Um, so he went and listened to, when he was talking in that podcast. Um, I think it's on, on the Ice podcast. Sorry, he was talking about teams that were interested in his services. And he mentioned the Penrith Panthers, yeah. right? Um, and something's come up from Penrith 
saying that they were actually not interested in his in his services, and all his um, all his comments are just rubbish, which I find very hard to believe. Because why would you mention a team being interested in you if yeah. they weren't? Do you know what I mean? Well, I find that very hard. I find to it hard to believe. Like spot wise, I don't know where he fits in at the Penny Panthers, to be honest. But um, you know, they probably did approach him. I mean, why wouldn't you? One of the best players on the market, and yeah, put your hat in the ring, ring at some point. Um, I, I think mean, he's not that. needed there. Uh, there was no need for him to go there again because there's Appy Corris out there, and in my opinion, Appy's as good, if not the same level. You know, just a little bit below Brandon Smith. So there's no point. Um, they probably got Appy Corris at a lot cheaper price. So yeah, I don't think they need him. But you know no. what? I'd say everyone put their hat. Nearly everyone put their hat in the ring. Yeah, you know? he won yeah. Hooker of the Year last year. He's a great player. Why wouldn't they put their hat in the ring? So it's exactly uh, right. I probably lean to believe they did. Did say something. I don't know it, what they actually said, but there you go. It would have been something. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, let's look at the Roosters for next year. Uh, sorry, for 2023, if the Cheese potentially does sign there. Well, it could potentially be next year at this point. We don't know. Um, there are a few rumours going around or a few... Um, going to get let go early. Years. Yeah. Let go early. And if that happens, mate, the Roosters are going to be absolutely... The Roosters are going to be at the top next year. Oh, they're year. unstoppable. Oh, I yeah. think they're unstoppable without him. I think Connor Watson would probably fill the fill the void of Hooker if need be anyway. But um, I think Brandon Smith would just make them even more unstoppable. You know, you've got Luke Keary coming back. You've got, um, you know, uh, uh, Sam Walker, who's had a year in first grade now and is probably ready to start playing well. You've got Teddy. You've got, you know, um, Jared Ruiah Hargreaves has got another good year left in him there. You've got... Um, Lindsay Collins and I believe Joey Manu just re-signed. So, um, yeah, look, they're a team to be reckoned with and I'll, they're my tip for the 20, um, 2022 Premiers, to be honest. Um, I think they'll I think they'll win the lot. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what, what the go is there with Brandon Smith. And if he does get released early, I mean, uh, it's no loss to the storm, in my opinion. I think they've got a good system there. They'll be able to find somebody to fill in his role. Um, obviously, you've got Harry Grant there. Um, but they can they can use some of their um, some of their bench to fill that thirteen role. I mean, they probably they might struggle a little bit next season. They've got no Dale Finucane, they've got no Nico Hines, um, so that's a bit of worrying for the Storm. But if they do let Brandon Smith go, I think it will be probably on good terms, um, and it'll probably be in the best interest of both parties, uh, given what has happened over the last couple of weeks. Um, mate, I'm very interested to see. Exactly what you said before, with Connor Watson signing with the Roosters, he was meant to be playing their number nine role. Um, well, he was rumoured to play their number nine role. Interesting to see what happens when Smith goes there, how Trent Robinson will use Watson and how yeah, he will look, use Smith. Yeah, look, Watson's definitely a 13, but so Smith, in my opinion. They're both out and out 13. So whether they switch in and out of those two positions, hooker and 13, hooker and 13, are they both nine? Are they both ninety-minute players though? That's that's. Uh, I think Brandon Smith is maybe not Connor Watson now. He probably wasn't his day. Um, but yeah, I think I think um, it, it's interesting. Um, uh, I think Connor Watson is a really good player, and um, will fill the void if Brandon Smith to come in. Maybe he plays thirteen, Brandon Smith plays nine, or the opposite. So, but so I think yeah. Brandon Smith wants to be a nine, so let him let him be it. Don't be it exactly right, man. And I think you're going to get the best out of him. Um, and it's not like he's. I could probably see why he chose the Roosters more as well, um, given the fact is they've got a proven track record, they've got a winning culture down there. 
They've got uh, some of the best players in the NRL, um, Joe Manu for one, Luke Keary for another, who we haven't seen much of in the last couple of years. Um, Tedesco, one of the best captains in the NRL, in my opinion, if not the best. Um, I don't, yeah, you can see the reasons why he went there um, and definitely chose to not, and definitely why he chose not to go to other clubs in the NRL, given um, he was, we know he went to places like the Bulldogs. We know he went to places like the Dolphins. We know he went to places like the Titans. And you could probably see why he he did steer away from these particular clubs. Um, They don't have much of a track record. Titans, they haven't won a premiership yet. Dolphins are new. Probably might have scared him a little bit if he was going to be the marquee signing. Does that put more pressure on his shoulders? Probably does. Whereas if he's at the Roosters, he's with a bunch of fellas who all have all got pressure on them, but not as much as if you were, you know, the million dollar man or million dollar signing, mm. like we always refer, Anthony Milford. As soon as he got that million dollar contract, struggled. Mm. So mm. I don't know. I think he'll I think he's chosen probably the best team to go to out of his list of options. Um, and with him in the side, I can definitely see them reaching, definitely lifting that trophy towards the end of the 2023 season. If not, even potentially next year, given if Luke Keery Luke returns fit, um, you could see the Roosters go on an absolute rampage next year, in my opinion. No, oh, I think they've got, I think they've, it's theirs to lose at this stage. So um, I really hope that it all goes well for them and um, they um, and they do play as well as they did. They really had a rough year last year. So hope, fingers crossed, you know. They have a really good year. All right, mate. Well, I think that wraps us up for today's uh, little chat. It was good to be able to jump back on, have a chat, and um, get back into some NRL. Yeah, look, it was really good. I really enjoyed our, um, you know, getting back into it, and we'll definitely be back while doing our weekly podcasts uh, moving forward. So, really looking forward to that, guys. Keep um, an eye on our Instagram, you know, um, TikTok, and you know. Uh, if you've got any any topics you're wanting us to talk about, please shoot us a message. We'll probably be doing some, um, you know, different content, um, you know, um, some what ifs and, you know, if stuff like that. So um, please jump on and give us a listen. Yeah, definitely, guys. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, it is at 4020podcastau. Um, obviously, we post heaps of our news updates on there. We also do um, a couple of questions we like to get the fans involved with. Um, I posted one actually last night. It was around uh, Darren Lockyer and, if you will become an immortal, um, Brock, I actually want to hear your opinion now about that. What are you? Who? Who? Sorry, I missed you. There was a Darren Lockyer. Yeah, the post we made last oh, night. Aaron. No, he, he to me is the next immortal, but hands down, my favourite player of all time. Um, I know a lot of people will argue different ways and things like that. Joey Johns and um, you know uh, Cameron Smith, but it's for me Darren Lockyer is the best player I've ever seen. And um, he, you've got to remember too, he was Cameron Smith's captain, um, and um, you know. Uh, master two positions as well. So um, he was a great fullback, great five-eight um, premiership winner. He's pretty much done everything in the game and deserves every single bit of the immortal status. And I really hope he gets it. So do I, mate. That was exactly my uh, exactly my fight for him too. Um, we saw I saw a couple of comments on there. Uh, someone was saying that JT or Cameron Smith's probably going to get it before him. I find that very hard, very hard to believe. Um, but I, I hope. Those guys do become part of the, um, you know, the immortals. Um, those three fellas, Cameron Smith, JT, Darren Lockyer, they've all mastered their trade. They've all been big influences on the NRL and the way the game's now played. Um, and, I, yeah, I think Darren Lockyer is hopefully going to be the next immortal. But if you guys do want to leave your opinion on that, uh, go to the Instagram and drop your um, drop your comment on there. It's good to see some uh, people's interactions and some of your, um, your guys' thoughts. 
Yeah, awesome. Thanks again, Mitch. Uh, have a have a great day. Eh? Yeah, mate. Such a ladder.